Welcome to our podcast, Wild Women Within. My name is Brenda Rock and my co-hosts are Helena Barker. Hi. And Margaret Walsh. Hello. This is a podcast for thinking and inquisitive women and those who identify as women. In our episodes, we set out to explore how it is to be in the body and mind at the many different stages of this life. We share our own life experiences, as well as our collective knowledge of working in the different areas of women's health and well-being. We would love for you to come away thinking and questioning a little bit more, maybe having some awareness and opening up to the idea that we are all different in our own ways, and through kindness to ourselves and each other, we can lift each other up. This is the beginning of you. In this episode, we start at the very beginning. We introduce ourselves and chat about where you started, literally, and how it's going. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so here we are, and we'll introduce ourselves a little bit. Good idea. <clears throat> Will I start? Yeah. Um, my name is Brenda Rock. I'm a yoga and well-being therapist, and I have over 25 years of experience in the world of holistic health. I live in Slane, County Meath. And I have a small studio there where I do live and online classes and trainings. I also lead a week-long retreat in the beautiful um, Silver Island in Greece, as well as sh shorter ones in Ireland. And I have a particular interest in anything to do with rest, restorative yoga, yoga nidra and women's health, with menopause being to the fore. I also love to share my joy and curiosity of living close to nature and the land. And I have a, a nice newsletter. I think it's nice. I love writing it. And um, that comes out twice a month. And you can find out more about me on my website, anandacenter.com. So uh, my name is Helena Barker and I am a fully qualified um, TCM practitioner. So that's an acupuncturist and I'm also a naturopath. Um, I've been practicing for 12 years in Navan and Slane and I have a specialised interest in women's health. I treat a lot of fertility, um, pregnancy, teenagers, um, gynecological disorders and also what else comes through the door as well. Being an acupuncturist, it's quite um, broad. Um, I have done lots of postgrad training and um, I'm a member of the Acupuncture Fertility for Pregnancy in Ireland and I'm also a Zeta West affiliated acupuncturist. Wow. Okay, my turn. So I am Margaret Walsh and I am a mum to two, a little boy and a girl. I'm a physical therapist for over 15 years, running my own clinic, probably longer actually than that. Um, I have a fitness health and well-being background and I really only got interested in pelvic floor health and postpartum recovery about six years ago after my first child was born um, so from there I have upskilled to become an advanced pregnancy and postpartum wellness practitioner Pilates instructor and specializing in pregnancy and postpartum and I'm also the founder of Mama Live Well which is an online community for uh, pregnancy and postnatal classes um, I am currently a student women's health coach specialist with Girls Gone Strong and um, I suppose I have a really strong passion um, to try and change the world for the better mostly before my daughter becomes to the next to the next stage of her life um, and hopefully trying to do this through educating anyone that will listen to me. Amazing. Really good. Like when you put the three of us together there's a lot of 
stuff. There's a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot there. <laughs> Definitely. There's a lot there. So um, I guess we've introduced ourselves and we were going to talk about a little bit. I know, I know when we did talk about this before, um, I don't know, it's where we where we start, the fem- female journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and Helen, I know you had some amazing kind of facts and stuff. I know we were talking yeah. when we were talking about doing this podcast um I'd been reading something about um and I know it was mind-blowing for all of us about where we actually <coughs> come from and um the egg that we came from was in our grandmother's womb mm-hmm. and I was to go away and find out where I'd read that yes <laughs> and I was gonna so I've come back with it now oh yeah okay great yeah <laughs> so all the eggs a woman carry forever will are uh, formed in her ovaries when she's a four month old fetus in the womb of her mother. So in a way that that's so that's your mum link. Mm-hmm. And then from there you spent five months in your grandmother's womb. Mm-hmm. Um so it, it's insane when you think about it. Yeah. So there's two generations there. Yeah. And um of course there is there's new evidence coming out now that you know, you can regenerate your eggs as well. But generally, we are f- from our grandmas. Yeah. yeah, so pretty much we were talking about the beginning of you. So yeah. really, the beginning of you is like two generations two ago. Two generations ago. And how your grandmother, while she was pregnant with your mother, how her pregnancy and the environment she lived in throughout her pregnancy with your mother affects you because the eggs are formed when the mother is for your egg is formed when the mother is a fetus of four months old which is insane which is is insane it's mind-blowing when you think about it yeah um so just thinking of the you now and maybe if you have some health issues or concerns Mm. or even just from mental health to physical Mm. health but actually it could be an effect of something that your grandmother lived through you know and I think you know what my my grandmother was in the second world war Mm -hmm. and what she lived through yeah and how similar I am to both my mum and my grandma mm-hmm. yeah. with the things that are wrong things that are wrong with me but you know <laughs> what I mean I'm right <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah things that are wrong are right it's it, yeah you can so see it but it is it's it's a head wreck really when you think of it but it's it a makes, it's a good what positive one yeah though. especially if you're somebody maybe that never met your grandmother yeah. and possibly never have any memories of your mother mm. but you're actually connected to them you know fully and mm. so is is the next so even the next generation and generations to to follow yeah it's, you know it's it's, it's fascinating isn't it like mm. and the effect that that has on us like you know you were talking there about even mental health and all of that you know all of that is all in our dna mm-hmm. yeah your ancestral dna yeah. so the food that your grandmother ate when she mm. was pregnant um, and the habits that she had and her overall health when she was pregnant could affect the formation of the eggs in the fetus, and that egg is you. Absolutely. And you think that what our grandmas were doing, mm-hmm. you know, it's a very, very different lifestyle to how we live our lives as well. You mentioned there about your gran been living through the World War. Second World War, Second yeah. World War, and the effect that that would have on, say, was she pregnant with your mum no, at the time? No, she or? was pregnant afterwards, but not long afterwards. Mm. But then you have the epigenetics. Yes. Um, so that's where it leaves a blueprint in the genetics. Mm. So genetics can change from a stress 
you know, so the DNA could change. Yeah. So your grandmother living through the World War Two actually though could have changed the genetics Absolutely. that then was transferred to the, to your mom. Because so there's lots of evidence of that, you know, that people who lived through famines and world wars and things like that um, <coughs> has some health effects on the third or the next, well, obviously the next generation and then the follow on so and the follow on and the follow on the follow on. That would be interesting then, say, let's say over the last few years with COVID. Yeah, how definitely. Because Neela was, Neela was born. Born in lockdown. Yeah, yeah, in in COVID. So what effects had? Well, I wasn't stressed during COVID, <laughs> so I'm sure she's fine. <laughs> but is it? And then in a more holistic, they call it the ancestral DNA, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But it's actually now shown to be scientific because we were chatting before about the Wim Hof, and in his book he states that was the first place I came across it that through the breathing of of Wim Hof and meditation, mindfulness, and um, you can change your ancestral DNA, which is quite interesting. If you are maybe somebody that suffers with anxiety or you know mental health um, or just struggle in that area, and maybe it's come from something that's yeah. just you genetically in you from somebody else that was quite st- lived in a stressful environment, but that you can change it going forward through changing the genetic makeup for the next generation, yeah. through doing some you know, easy breathing. Yeah. Something cool. as simple as that, which is so underrated, isn't it? I think it's just, that's the big thing, that it's so underrated mm. or just that nobody thinks about it. Mm. Nobody thinks about it. You only think about yourself, you know, so everyone's all, I need to eat this, I need to do that, I need to drink this, and I still don't feel great. No. Um, but just think about where you came from. Yeah. Yeah, and what was going on. And where you're going. Mm. I know. So I think of my granny in a completely different light now. Mm. Like, oh God, yeah. I was there. Mm. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. And think of what, so it would have been in the 1850s probably that her granny, that she's come from. Yeah. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to put some of your voodoo stuff on it, Brenda. I, sorry, just <laughs> to note for any listeners, I do not practice voodoo. <laughs> um, you know, when people say, oh, like, what's a deja vu? Oh, yeah. Do you know? I feel like I was here before. Maybe yeah. maybe you weren't, but your granny was. So I've heard <laughs> I've heard that that's like a little blip in your brain, like the synapses or something that just... Really? Just, uh, it's a little blip and that you kind of, everything has stalled and then you come back again and you're like, oh, I feel like I've been here before. Okay. That so that's to me all one the time. theory. And mm. then the other is maybe I'm not so voodoo. Maybe it's Helena. What's <laughs> if, like that it is, we're on a different plane. There's well, a just parallel. Just my parking technique. Yeah. yeah <laughs> In a past life. Oh. So we, yeah. on the way here, we... Um, we're looking for a space. I they were all laughing at me because I can't parallel park. Ridiculous. And um, well, I can parallel park on the left side. I can't on the right side. But I was just telling them. I'm still shocked. We just need to go round the building, and there'll be a parking space for us. And she was talking to Auntie Mary. I was talking to Auntie Mary, and <laughs> who I doesn't don't know who Auntie exist. Mary is? This is just something from my parents that they say. Um, don't worry, Auntie Mary, there's, is there a parking space? <laughs> I do it all the time and I always get a parking space. And it worked. Is it right like if you lose something, you pray to St. Christopher? St. Anthony. Oh, there you go. No. St. Christopher's for travel. No wonder I can never find St. <laughs> Christopher's for travelling. Uh, Drums going yeah. places. <laughs> okay, so 
talking about the beginning of you and chatting about you know you were you began in your grandmother um another major life event of you which we were chatting about as well is um how you were born and mm. coming into the world um so and and all of these things i find interesting because they're all things out of your control mm. so a lot of the times as a woman um whether it's just health health or well-being or how you react to things or how you live your life you know you can be so hard on yourself um but actually a lot of these things are out of your control. Yeah. So even just thinking of the beginning of you and the next chapter of how you entered the world. I love it, Margaret. So yeah. thinking about it um, from the different perspectives, Helena, where would you where would you lie with an acupuncture world about birthing? Well for somebody who is ready to birth. Oh <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the different like I suppose the natural birth and you would yeah. you would help ladies I would a lot. Promote the natural yeah. side of things. Obviously if it was safe and the baby and the mother weren't in danger, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um but I would you know, I see a lot of women, especially in that latter four weeks of the third trimester, where th- we're trying to prep them for labor mentally Mm -hmm. and physically Mm -hmm. um with acupuncture and acupressure and obviously baby's position and everything like that and you know as well as that there's also the amazing breathing advice yes which is very important um and some of the stuff that um positive birthing community would say is to you need the stress hormone you need to have an element of stress um, and you also need to have um, an element of, so that's adrenaline. You need the adrenaline to yeah. keep you going. You need a bit of cortisol. You need, yes, to relax. Um, and sometimes it's just if you have too much of one or the other. Can I tell you about, uh, you know the way, so Margaret, you've had a baby. You've yes, had yes. And Helen, you're about to have one. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, and I had the most, I don't have any children, but I had the most amazing experience of being present yes, at a birth. Yes, that is right. At a home birth. Did you? Yeah. You told me this is right. Um, my goddaughter, <laughs> um, Hannah Lily. So I was there. So I got to see everything. Very, very privileged that uh, That's amazing. one of mm-hmm. my best friends, bestest friends, um, Ellen, asked myself and another friend of ours, Deirdre to be there with her and she um yeah it was just it was absolutely was it a real positive experience yeah huge hugely positive yeah. like I I would say it was just an experience I've never experienced anything like it mm. and I I would say not many people would be in the, obviously you know partners and mm-hmm. people you know but as a lay person yeah. <laughs> to be there um, was very very special, and I don't think as a society we hear enough about positive birth experiences. Yeah. So no. Everyone's straight into the, oh my god, this happened. Yes. Yeah. For someone who's just about to give birth, I don't want to hear those negative stories. Yeah. But obviously, I know they exist, and everyone has something. That and you've, went. you've probably heard everything as well, Helen. At yeah, this stage with, in your with practice, the practice that I yeah. have, you know, it's such a miraculous time for a woman, and. Um, you know, it just needs to be embraced. Yeah, but I, I, I think sometimes you also need to look at, for want of a better word, the negatives. So the maternal um, things that can happen to a woman when she's mm. pregnant and the stress and the trauma mm. and what effect that has on the next generation. Yeah. And by not speaking about it, 
it doesn't put any respect to that woman, to the female. And what she's who, been through. But not even what she's been through. Mm. She is the life for, force of the next generation mm. because sh- her pregnancy and her birth and delivery has an effect on, on the genetics mm. of the baby, mm-hmm. of the economy, of the world, of the community, everything. Mm. And the fact that people are, you know, so, oh, she was a bit stressed or blah, 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 blah. Um, let's not talk about it. Let's not say it's real. No, I'm not saying we shouldn't talk about it, but I think no, but I think as to get a positive story. Mm. Yeah, obviously the positive, but I don't want, if we say something negative, it's not for just to scare people. It's no. actually to create the story. An awareness. An awareness yeah. of how important it is for the health of a female, mm. mentally and physically, if you want to keep re- reproducing mm. humans. Mm. You know, it shouldn't be brushed mm. under the carpet. No. I totally get that, and I think that's what you're trying to say. It's like... Y- yeah, I, but but... But in a scientific way, you know, so you, you, if you put too much emotion to it or just generalization, but in a scientific way, mm. um, there is some evidence that shows that um, if there is higher levels of cortisol during or cortisone during the pregnancy, it can actually um, have a modification to the genetics of the baby of the baby. Mm. Absolutely. You know, of the next generation. So, you know... baby's going to be stressed coming into the world. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if you think about all the things that are put in place for saving the world, you know, um, the environment and wind Mm -hmm. farms and... Well, what about saving humankind? Mm -hmm. And how do you do that? By protecting the female that brings the human... Mm. I know is that a bit deep? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I know you found, sinking in, me? especially towards the latter end of your pregnancy with Nilo, because it was in COVID, you found the gentle birth stuff. Amazing. Amazing, yeah. And that's about lowering cortisol mm-hmm. and stress and making sure it's a safe Yeah. A safe environment. For the baby to come into. Yeah. And would you notice um are there there is some I don't know so that's why I'm asking you um kind of evidence and about I'm not looking for dates here Helena just about <laughs> you know children that the the mother had acupuncture during her pregnancy isn't there some you know that that baby will that be baby calmer is generally more yeah I find just with my own patients that, that that they always say the baby is quite calm wow yeah because they had quite mm-hmm. a lot of acupuncture throughout their pregnancy. Yeah. Because you're not just treating the, the mother, you're no. treating the baby as well. Yeah. yeah. It's the same with massage too. When yeah, they, completely. When Absolutely. They did pregnancy massage. Because it's it lowering cortisol. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing I want to point out is it's not the blame game. So no, that's no. what I'm saying this because I'm not saying that, you know, it's the mother's fault. Yeah. I'm saying it because society needs to realise how precious yeah. and how important for the longevity of mankind, mm. <laughs> that women, you know, are kept healthy and well. Yeah, mm. Not that she's just a moan and Michael yeah. because she wants her feet massage because yeah. she's pregnant. Oh, it's getting, it's getting she wants personal ice cream. It's getting personal now. Um, you know, so you know, so it's not the blame game. Any yeah. woman that's listening that maybe is expecting and now is stressed more about it, actually, just take but this. But then as it more can go the other way as well. It's like, okay, I've got to get all this stuff done. Mm-hmm. So I have a perfect birth and mm-hmm. that puts more stress on 
the mother as well. Yeah. Like she should just do what's right for her. Mm. Well, I think the definition of a positive birth is um, that mum and baby are well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Overall, at the end of the day. Um, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just think it's it's interesting that, so to think about how the birth, and then we were chatting more about, um, you know, if you were delivered via C-section mm. um, and how that can have a massive effect on your gut health yeah. and your microbiomes. So... Yeah. And um, that's fascinating. Yeah, and the gut saying. now they're saying is the second brain. Yep. And um, you were talking about some really interesting stuff about the the vernix. Mm. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that word. I wanted to say oh, vernix. Oh, sorry, you say it. <laughs> no, no, I'll say it now. <laughs> vernix. <laughs> so what is the vernix? Anybody know? Go on, Pop tell quiz. us. Tell um, us. What is it? Um, what is it actually? Um, so it basically is. Isn't if you've bacteria? seen a baby, it's, casing. it's the casing, isn't is it? it? Yes, that the baby is, is born in. Yeah. So any, if you've seen a picture or you've had a baby, um, and they're covered in white stuff, that white stuff is called vernix. But its role when you're pregnant, the baby it protects the baby from the embryonic fluid. Mm. Um, otherwise, the baby would come out all red and scaldy, um, <laughs> and it protects it like a barrier. And moisturises, um, it keeps the skin nice and moisture. But I had heard when I was pregnant, like six years ago, I was saying this to you, obviously, mm. um, how somebody had said to me, make sure you don't wash your baby. Um, it's really important, don't wash the baby. Um, because that's such a vital um, substance that the baby is covered in. But in the world we kind of live in at the minute, it's yes. everything's clean. And everything's clean quite and sanitised, sanitized, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's 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 full of antioxidants um, and vitamin E, and it also uh, they are now saying heals wounds. That's you know? amazing. Yeah. So, like, about if you cannot wash the baby for maybe two weeks. So this would be, let's say, if the baby was born through the vagina, but if the baby is born cesarean. So if the baby is born cesarean, they will still have the vernix, but they are missing out on going through it also helps to lubricate the baby as it comes through the vaginal canal outlet what would you call that canal canal um so yeah um it it helps as a lubricant but as they go through the vaginal canal they are covered then in the mother's Mm. uh, microbiome yeah which is very important yeah it's step one of building their immune system uh, but vi- if the baby is born via C-section, they don't go through the vaginal canal, so they miss out on that. So their first kind of introduction, or their fir- first introduction yet yeah, to um, the uh, immune response mm. and how it starts to build like rapidly um, is actually more the hospital environment. Like that would be what it would. Okay. So could you possibly like it's all very new. But did you say Rub there was the vernix. yeah. Did you say yeah. you swab the vernix? Though? So, th- so in in some small studies, what they're doing is swabbing the vaginal canal just before birth. So if I end up having a section, mm-hmm. which I don't know what's happening, and and I could put that in my birth plan. Yeah, yeah. And but say, look, I want you to swab my vagina <laughs> and rub it on the baby. <laughs> Kevin's gonna love this one. In Ireland. In <laughs> 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 because yeah. I want the immune. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. like even if they don't know, they might learn something exactly. as well. Mm. 
But when, when somebody but random I, told me that, it just made so much sense to yeah. me. Well, it, it does, does. It, though. You have been building this up for nine yeah. months. It's the first line of defence. All yeah. I can think about is cows being born. I don't know what's going on in my head right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, they do, you can see the casement yeah. they're in. Yeah. Can't you? Because uh, yeah. uh, they're born in the... I don't... I'm sack? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, there's a little... That, but isn't that... That's the vernix, though, isn't it? No, the vernix oh, okay. is like the creamy, cheesy-looking stuff. Okay, mm. sorry, guys. Oh yeah, she's yeah, about yeah. to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to YouTube this. So no, so you don't like. But was, does the baby not get stinky if you're not washing it for two weeks? Yeah. No, because it actually, has, I think three layers of skin that it needs to shed off. Oh. But. Here's something. In Ireland, you are not allowed to take the baby home. Until you've washed it. Until you've washed <gasps> it. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I read something yesterday as well about home births. That mm-hmm. You oh can't have God, a home yeah. birth now unless you're within the 30 minutes of a hospital. It's awful, that. That mm-hmm. was... It's awful. That's not right. And I think that? of how different it is in the UK. And I won't mention a name, but... A very very good friend of mine had both of her children as home births um all nhs funded wow. which wow. is amazing yeah cause you know that, they, she didn't yeah. even have the option she was like no i'm gonna do this at home and it was never even an issue mm-hmm. now she was only five minutes from a hospital but still mm-hmm. two midwives yeah birthing pool yeah everything yeah it's just so anyway that's a whole new a topic whole in itself topic. really isn't it mm. But um, <clears throat> it is so they, they are, you know, the evidence kind of suggests that if you're born um, via C-section, um, that your bacterial variation is changed. That's hmm. so interesting. Yeah. And then breastfeeding, though, can kind of balance it out. Yeah. Um, but if, if, if breastfeeding doesn't happen, that also can affect, affect you as a human. So and breast, breast milk in um, Chinese medicine is seen the same as blood. Oh really? It's the same mm-hmm. qualities. Wow. So postnatally I would see a patient as soon as they can, if if they can. And to help if they're breastfeeding, you would really work on blood nourishing and suggest blood nourishing foods and really get the blood moving to help their breast milk. Hmm. Yeah, just a little snippet there. Yeah. Interesting. So good. The beginning of you. Mm. So I think I mean, was there anything else we wanted to throw in there about it? Lots of things. <laughs> I know. I know there's so much. Well, this is only our first episode. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I suppose the the book that I was going with, because we're going to bring a book in every week, is that correct? Yeah, I think. Will yeah. we do that? Yeah, I, think I think that's, that's a nice thing to do. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I brought a book, ring. so. Yeah, go I mean, for it. Um, on the topic, uh, the book, the book, the book, book, book. Depends where you're from. Book, the book. <laughs> <laughs> the book I'm reading is The Mind-Gut Connection um, by Emran Mayer. And uh, I just, oh, I suppose that's my buzz at the minute. Um, but how, how the hidden conversation within our bodies impacts our mood, our choices and our overall health. So your gut microbiome um, is basically live bacteria pretty much that lives in your gut. And now they are saying it is pretty much your second brain um and it it chats to your brain all day um it has as much neural components or neural sensors as does your spinal cord uh, so you know that old saying 
you can feel it in your gut. Mm, well, you can. So the gut can house so many emotions, but it also affects your overall health. And if we've just chatted about how your grandmother and um, the eggs can be affected, which is you because of her environment. Um, at the time she was pregnant, the food she ate, the life yeah. that she lived, um, and then your mother also, and then how you were delivered. They can all have a change on your microbiome, um, on your genetic makeup, and possibly things that you feel now is not something that you you know, you should punish yourself for, mm. but mm. rather look at how you, the beginning of you, which mm. is a long time ago. Mm. But the good thing about the gut health is that mm-hmm. you can control it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, probiotics, correcting fermented foods, foods, correcting any leaky gut. You know, you can, you know, you always see, I always see with patients who have been on like courses of antibiotics, the brain fog. Mm -hmm. And that's because the gut's been affected so much by being completely stripped Mm. of. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And so, you know, it needs to be built back up and always worked on. Who wrote that book? Emran Mayer. Because you know, but there is lots. Oh, you had a really, you had a good one as well. The Julie, is it Julia Enders? She has know. a great book as well. But you know that they're doing all the studies. A lot of studies is done in the university in Cork. Oh, really? Yeah, Two professors down there doing all that study on the gut and the yeah, mind. Yeah, they've one of the top probiotics oh, at the minute. I, I um, yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. But I, it, it's just really interesting, I think. Um, and, you know, there's the whole theory of we are more bacteria than we are human. Yeah. And we are only a vessel yeah. for the uh, actual microbiome. That's amazing. And, you know, just talk about the microbiome. I know we probably won't touch it now, but, like, the big thing in the fertility world over the past 18 months has probably been the vaginal microbiome. Yes. And getting that environment right before IVF treatments just really correct mm. that environment. Yeah, and and it's the same as the vaginal microbiome when baby when slides baby's out. Born. Yeah, mm. exactly. So they're they're seeing it's so important yeah. now. Um, and there is, uh, I've actually had a, f- a couple of clients that have had uh, fecal transfers. This oh, is yeah, before. and this is this is how important the microbiome mm. is. Um, so that again, the ancestral biome um the gut that has been brought on from generations because it's not what you've ate it's how you know your ancestors and then your delivery can affect the you know the the biome so don't you know you can help to alter and change it going forward yeah um but a lot of the times you know it can be quite it, it might be not great for that person and they actually need to get transfers of healthy microbiome so they mm-hmm. will take a uh, microbiome from he- healthy fecus fe- fecus feces is the word poo. yeah yeah from i was poo. reading about mm-hmm. this actually it's fascinating and, and transferred into that person's gut over yeah. a period of maybe 10 to two weeks poo is not as dirty as we think no <laughs> oh my god i'm just but looking it, at the tv but it, going, what but it has <laughs> drastic positive effects mm. on this person their mental health because remember the gut's the second brain their digestive system so how they absorb vitamins and nutrients like you, you know sometimes people really punish themselves because they're saying i'm eating all these healthy food i'm doing this exercise but the microbiome is not absorbing any of the nutrients yeah, so they're absolutely. still tired they're still struggling with their mental health they're still obesity swings. different mood yeah. swings things like that um but it, it could all be from the gut the gut yeah oh it is it definitely is definitely uh, yeah is. so um so i don't we think we can en- i don't think we can do enough for our gut health no but again it's 
you know, you don't need to do everything either. No. Okay. Yeah. But but isn't it all about just being aware? Yeah. So is there something that you've heard? This can be for us and then whoever's listening. Is there something that you've heard in this podcast today that resonated with you and that has made you think, what can you do to implement a positive change for yourself? Did I say that right? You I did. I said that right. Mm-hmm. Did. So I, 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 I always think I need to work on my gut. Yeah. Oh. I, I've started growing the milk kefir. Mm-hmm. But you're great at that. And, and I find I put that into my smoothie. Well, if I don't put, if I have to put everything into a smoothie or forget it, it's, not, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. It's like the lazy vodka. woman's like, way I'm, of I'm, vodka. I'm yeah. pretty good at eating the veg and taking my probiotics. But yeah. I do think with an to autoimmune condition, I shouldn't eat as much bread as I do. Yeah, but anyway. Good, I know, but you know. Good but like bread. I do Sarah think that this is my, you know, but it's a life changing thing. It's so not something you change every day, is it? So you're saying that you you would like to uh, look at maybe your my gut, your gut. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mags? Um, I think what I would be taking away from today's episode is more that I need to actually be a bit kinder to myself. Um, and sometimes when you look on social media and the world and all that kind of stuff, there's so much you you need to do X, Y and Z. Mm. But maybe you just need to chill out and think not all of this is my fault and I'll be the best version I can of myself right now. Yeah. And that will help future generations. Oh, that's really nice. But that's a really lovely thing to do. But like I'm going to go home and probably be annoyed about something else. But in this, wo- <laughs> this moment in time. Um, I was going to say I'm going to go home and start examining poo. Uh, but maybe oh, not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't try at home poo transfers. No. <laughs> we should have put that at the yeah. This <laughs> I and I think maybe I might But do go outside it. and eat some dirt and yeah. some gone yeah. off food and well, fermented food. You're saying eating dirt. I've started taking the diatomaceous clay, which oh, is full yeah. of silica and other things. Mm. Again. Ah. Bang it in the smoothie in the morning. I need to have one of these smoothies. <laughs> no, they're, they're just disgusting. Remember when we, I don't know about you guys, happened. but when I was younger, I was never really poorly, but I used to spend my life eating dirt. Eating and dirt. dirt. Yeah. Yeah. I had a client last week and she is a farmer. She's just amazing because she's a farmer and she's female. But she's after doing a course on mm. natural farming. So she's getting some fungi from woods and different things and bringing it oh, this, and that's a whole, spraying it on the land. And she was kind of going, does this make sense to you? And sure, my eyes were like Christmas trees. Um, yeah, That's going to be we, whole, we need to get that, her on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Okay, so thank you so much, yes. everyone, for listening to this episode. And we hope that it's given you some food for thought, smoothies for thought. <laughs> Um, And to ensure that you never miss an episode, please feel free to like and subscribe to stay up to date. And please, 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 if you did like what we say, and I know we sometimes go off topic and the whole lot, but we do come around to it in the end, I think. And please share and tell your friends, the more we talk, the more we grow. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.